Hi, this is Elena Song, and you're tuned into North Nation Entertainment Broadcast. Hey, it's Hank. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Thanks, Elena. Uh, you're live yes. on the new uh, Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast. Pleasure to have you on. Yes, cool. Hello. For sure, for sure. Um, just a little background so our viewers know. Um, you were, you're actually a driver, and um, I won't say when or where, but... You were my driver at one point, <laughs> you know, and, and we stayed in touch. And, um, yes. you know, I you told me your story, honestly, and that's that's what really got my attention. Um, also, the fact that you're Russian, uh, that got my attention as well, because I was telling you how I dated a Russian uh, very yeah, well back. <laughs> so so thank you, though. Uh, in a nutshell, thank you. Thank you for being on. Yes, don't worry. I'm really glad to. So. For sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, let's let's start off. I wanted to talk a little bit about your story. Um, first of all, can you tell everyone how old you are? I'm 22 right now. 22. Yeah, and, yes. and it blows my mind because you you're so well carried. You carry yourself so well. I was thinking like 27, 28. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm usually hearing. Like nobody can say that I'm only 22 because like I'm here by myself. I move here by myself, and like a lot of people think, "Wow, how you did it!" Like you probably have to be really young. Well, yeah, so true, true. Yeah, yeah. so um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And and immediately when I got in. And when we were talking, we, we vibed immediately. I don't know what it was, but it was just like a really good energy that day. And yeah, definitely. I don't know why, but when people come to my car when I work, like I truly can feel which energy they have. And mm -hmm. like it's so nice when you meet someone who on the same level as you because like you're feeling that person and you totally can feel the same what's going on around you. <laughs> That's so nice. True, true. So true. Yeah, I, and then, uh, you know, when I was talking to you a little bit, it, it blew my mind when you said said your story because I was, like, thinking to myself, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's so young, you know? And, like, yeah. you're, you've been through a lot, you're on your grind, and, like, you're so far from home, you know? Oh, yeah, it's, like, 14 hours flight from home, but it's okay, you know? True, true. Yeah. So yeah, tell it. Tell us a little bit about that. What was your? Um, can we start off by what was your life like in Russia? Uh, so uh, yeah, sure. We can start from it. So um, 
I grew up in a little city. I mean, not really a little city, but uh, not in the capital, not even the Moscow, St. Petersburg, or whatever. Like, it's a, a big city in the middle of the country. It's on the Ural. It's called Yekaterinburg. Um, it, there is pretty cold. It's below zero there right now. Like, and um, the winters there are probably like from October to straight March. And uh, yeah, uh, I was grown up by my mom. She was worked uh, in the hospitals, in the correction facilities, and then in the social security services. I mean, not exactly social securities, but pretty same in Russia. Sure. Yeah, and so I go to schools, college, school again, university. And I also worked uh, worked and was a volunteer a lot in a nonprofit organization. I worked with the kids a bit. Yeah, I did a lot of stuff. So probably now I'm feeling like I'm doing a no, just nothing here. <laughs> right. Like, it, this blew my mind because you are only 22 and you've accomplished yeah. all this. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's crazy because I started volunteering uh, in our university when I was in the eighth grade. I think I was something around 15 or 14. I don't exactly remember. And before that, I, I mean, I was in a youth center and I was as a kid there. And then once I turned 14, I started to work there as a volunteer and then as a part-time employer. So I worked with the kids even before the nonprofit staff as volunteer. <laughs> So, so tell us where where along the line um, did America come into play? Um, I can't say exactly. Uh, I just know that I always think that I am not in my place in that city in that country. Uh, I got you. Because I mean, I felt that I'm too happy for this country. I'm too feeling what's going on around. I just want to help everybody too much than they expect from me because um in our mentally we mostly have that if you smile to like to the bus driver and the bus driver is going to look to you as a stranger because like hey why are you freaking smiling on me it's 6 a.m and like i don't want to smile to anybody why are you smiling on me so right <laughs> it was it, it was that weird stuff and i felt it for a while so i really love to help people i really love to be open mind and open heart for them and um while being in russia while living there i felt that um i'm not feeling on my space i'm not feeling that i'm on the right place i'm not feeling at home there like i always was under a little pressure that i'm living not my life so that was pushed me to think about what can i do with it how can i figure this out and my first things about that was probably around 16 years old, yeah, I just saw about uh, go to some European countries to finish high school after graduating from the eighth grade. But so um, my parents was kind of declined that and I was like, oh, how's that? So <laughs> then, uh, yeah, then I start my way. I um, finished my school uh, two years before then uh, most of my classmates. So um, in Russia, we have an option um, to graduate after ninth grade or after 11th grade. After 11th grade, you can go to university straight, and after ninth, you have to go to associate degree first. So I guess to associate degree, um, it was, um, I may say that it was not the, my dream college because I think to move to the bigger city or somewhere else because, like, 
as I say, it, I didn't feel that I'm in the right place. So I just start thinking about maybe I can go to Moscow, maybe I can go to Saint Petersburg, maybe I can go somewhere else. Now, now wait, let me let me stop you for a second. Oh, what sorry. what was it? What was it um, that made you feel that way? Because a lot of times when someone gets to that point or something, it's usually like a love, a friendship, you know, somebody, a loss, maybe. Uh, what what, what was it I that think, brought you to the point, though? I can't I can't say exactly. Like I don't know. I'm still working on it. I'm still trying to understand what was wrong with it, but. It was the feeling from the youngest age. So uh, maybe this came from um, from my family because so my father left our family when I was 10 years. No, the 10, 12 years. Yeah. So and uh, I didn't feel enough protected. I didn't feel that I am. Um, I can trust in my family. I mostly feel that I'm on my own side. So sure. maybe this is boring, but I can't say exactly right now. I'm still trying to work on it with my therapy. So... <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you're good. You're actually, you're doing great as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah, that's uh, that's a bummer. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that oh, happen. Oh, that's fine. I mean, for now, I already can feel it okay. It's still kind of complicated because, um, I mean, my family says that I'm pretty, like, pretty same as my father and it's doing me a little sad because I really wanted to have communication with him but he does not want to do that oh wow yeah because is he kind of upset you said he yeah he's upset I don't know so it was a really weird situation <laughs> because uh, I was in a summer camp um, at that summer, it was 2010, um, and I left, uh, and when I left, everything was totally fine. I mean, my mom and dad was together, we had, like, a cars, we was live a good life, and blah, blah, blah. But then, after two weeks, my mom came to me to visit me, and she already was not in the car. I was like, what? Where is your car? Like, why you came not best? And she don't have her own good phone, she does, probably don't have anything. And so she didn't say me anything, but I was like, okay, something happening. But I didn't ask because, I mean, my mom, she's like worked in a correction facility. She was like kind of close person. So she didn't share anything with me, truly. Oh, sure. Yeah. And when I came home, I just found that um, that never came back. He just never visited us anymore. And he never tried to call me. He never tried to say, hey, congratulations or whatever. He just never was in touch with me. And... Um, I don't know why, but I didn't try to ask my mom and my grandma about that. Maybe because I felt that they're not ready to talk about it. But later on, I just found that, okay, he left. It's okay. He tried to get profit on my mom through the court, blah, blah, blah. So they never got married, but they left like a uh, like a civil marriage. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. But then later on, um, I tried to contact him through the social networks, uh, and he never replied to me. I was like, okay, how upset, but okay, we need to go on. Yeah, that's so sad. I I think that time heals all wounds, though, you know, and hopefully hopefully he comes to some kind of revelation. And, um, oh, I'm in, I'm, I'm not think so because he's that type of person who never changed his mind. And, like, he's a military man. He was in the military for a while. He just a uh, veteran of the uh, – some – some bars in Russia. And so like, 
I was like, okay, it's your choice, and I'm trying to let it go, but it's still kind of painful. But I were they to were they trying to it. because they were both militant? Were they trying to get you to join the military as well? My dad wanted me to go to the cadet classes, like to like kind of military school. I don't know how to say it. Sure, cadet. Cadet. You said it right. Yeah, yeah. cadet. Yes. Uh, he really wanted me to go there, um, but my mom totally don't want to do that, and. I was too young to be at that school for once he left. So uh, he said that I wanted you to be in the military, blah, blah, blah. But then he left and it's never happened. So my mom, she not was exactly in the military. She was kind of in the correction facilities, but she still had like a, she had a mayor um, rank. So she still had a rank. So. But she never wants me to be there. She always wants me to be in the medicine or something like this. Oh, okay. Yeah, because her first education was in medicine, so. <laughs> yeah, plus she probably knows how dangerous it is. So she just yeah. wanted, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. um, that's crazy. Well, I also, um, you know, wanted to tell you this, that during our conversation, you mm-hmm. kind I was at like a weird spot myself in life. Yeah, I remember. And, and, and I was talking to you about it a little bit briefly, but you know what? You helped me come to a great conclusion. And oh, you, I'm so it, glad to hear I, that. I hope that I can repeat this like verbatim perfectly, but I'm not sure. But what you said to me, you were like you were we were talking about the land and you were like this place will give you everything you want till it can't mm-hmm. give you any more. <laughs> you yes, said it, you definitely. said it just like that. And when you said that, that like, st- and this was months ago, that still like I rings. Think more. I think it was more than a month ago. It, it was, it was. And, mm-hmm. and that just like rings in my head over and over because that was such a real moment for me. So, oh, so thank okay. you so much for that. Yes, sure. Yes, sure. Yeah, it's my real vision on the place where we're living. Oh, yeah. Because this place is giving a lot of opportunities to you. And uh, a lot of people having a really lifelong fight to have a rights here, to have the documents here. And sure. I just, sometime, I just feeling upset about some people who were born here who right. have their passport here and who never using it because the whole world with the whole opportunities from this world open for you. And it's so important to understand that and feel that because if you want to do something, you have everything to do it. Like you don't have co- such a lot of corruption in a government. You don't have like gangs uh, who are just going to stop you for doing a little business like a coffee shop or whatever. Like you don't have the first department who are going to get like a, a profit from you and all that stuff. And you have an education. You have a really good uh, stage of education stuff. And yeah, I'm just sometimes looking for some people who just stuck in their not satisfied life. And thinking, guys, what's wrong with your life and how can we help you? Because it's not okay when people have everything in their hands and they don't know how to use that. So true. I say that all the time. You can have all the Mm -hmm. stuff in the world, but if you don't put it to paper, what's the use, you know? Yes, definitely. For sure. 
Yeah, that that's uh that's awesome. Yeah, but we do have good education in this and that. But I'll tell you what, Russians are very intelligent. Like oh maybe so, but um, I don't think that it's um it's a point about Russian education system. I mostly think that it's a point about how we feel because people who they know the maybe. I don't know, maybe at least 70% of them who's really educated, who's really smart and intelligent, they did it by themselves. So the lives put us to the real, real range, and we just learn how to build our by ourselves. True. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, given you, you're only 22 and you're building a lot by oh, yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, that takes a lot. That takes a lot of courage. You're you're basically on the other side of the world at such a young age. Like that's that's insane. So my hat goes off to you. I I don't know how you do it. Oh, I don't know, too. It was to be honest, it was like a really weird and random decision. I didn't expect it. And so um, just all my friends, all my family, they just was like, what? Are you talking seriously? Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, because so I came to US in May 2018 and I got this decision in February. So it's probably three months passed from my first decision and first think about it. Yeah. And nice. Until I came. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, hopefully you've so. got to uh, see a bunch of the places and, and travel a lot because... Uh, to be honest, before U.S., I never traveled in another countries. No way. Really? Yeah, that's, wow. that's crazy true, but I never traveled before. I mean, I traveled that's crazy. outside of Russia, but I never was out of Russia. So I traveled like for a lot of cities all the way through the country, but I never was outside. So tell me this. Tell me this before yeah. before it slips. I wanted to know. How do you get by then? What is your because you it, you don't seem like you drink or smoke or anything like that. You're very well put together. What what do you do to get through the day? Uh, what do you mean? Like, like how I decided it? Yeah, like um, how do I put it? Like a lot of people are struggling right now because of the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, sure. they're ha- they're having a hard time um, being okay with just being still. You know, and and mm-hmm. sitting still yeah. and just waiting. You know, and uh, what do you do? What do you do besides work? Work your butt off. You know what? What do you do to like feel better or or whatnot? Uh, so I'm trying to develop myself. It's most important side of my life. Like you always have to keep develop yourself, and you always need to think about the Germany inside of you. So for now, I'm just going to college. I changed my major for the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm now starting the spring semester. In a- nice. Uh, no, I mean, I'm like, um, I mean, like, as far as activities, do you have oh. because you're constantly you're constantly working, you're constantly grinding. Do you ever have yeah. a time um, to just kind of rejoice and just chill. Oh, and when you do, honest, not a lot. <laughs> I'm mostly working, so now I'm mostly working like a six, seven days a week. Uh, wow, something around twelve hours. 
or more. <laughs> yeah, so sleep yeah, is I sleep mean, is your friend, yeah. huh? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, okay, go, go bed, hang out with your pillow, hang right. out with your blanket, and then wake up and keep going hard. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I and love then, it. So the reason why I'm still feeling okay, I'm not feeling depressed, I'm not feeling lost in it, mm-hmm. is because I know why I'm doing it. I know the reason why I need to be on track. That's good. Yeah. That's because, good. Because like when you when you see the goal, it's much easier to do any random crazy stuff. It doesn't matter what you need to do, like study, hard working, whatever. Like you see your goal and you have to go straight. True. Yeah. True. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take that dive too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh yeah, I've been talking about work ethic lately. And I admire your work ethic. You you do go hard seven days a week. Um, yeah. You know, but I always talk about this. I haven't talked about it on the show yet, but um, it was when I was uh, catering to uh, Mark Wahlberg. And mm-hmm. I was he, he was staying where I was at. And um, I had to cater to him. And he was up. Okay. I was on the overnights. I was on overnight from 11 p.m. to like 7 a.m., 8 a.m. And uh, he got up at 4.30 in the morning. Him and his whole oh crew. God. He was up at 4.30 in the morning. No cobwebs in his eyes. Nothing. This dude was ready to roll. <laughs> and not wow. only was he ready to go. That's but, crazy. Yeah. Everybody that was with him. And... He was the most, I met, I'm not trying to boast, but I've met a couple celebrities, you know, and Mm -hmm. he was the most genuine, like humble celebrity I've ever met. You know, he, he came in, he didn't hide behind his, his entourage or security. He came up to me, Mm -hmm. shook my hand. He said, Hey, I'm Mark. I was like, Hey, I'm Hank. You know, and it was just like, it was so real, you know, and ever since that moment, I was like, that dude has A1 work ethic, <laughs> you know, yeah. regardless if he's yeah. not, if he's making good movies or not and all this other stuff. I don't know about his personal, but that man has great work ethic. And I respect that. Yeah, that's that's really good. I think I mean, from your story, I hear that a lot. I mean, that person was really kind for everyone. I mean, he didn't care. Like, are you working for him? Are you doing any other stuff? He just looking on everybody in the same level, like and it's really important. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like we are still humans. We still need to be on track altogether. We don't need seeing that we are looked like down for someone or looking up for someone. Like we are on the same level anyway. Like we are living this life. We are living in the same place, and we are doing pretty same stuff. It doesn't matter what we do exactly. Like. We're still keeping our goals. We're still going to our goals. And I think a lot of people who are going famous and who are doing a really good career, they keeping some warm in their heart because I heard a lot of that type of stories when a lot of famous people who's doing a good and who's a good personalities mm-hmm. did that, like cared about everybody around, like, and doesn't matter who is it. And it's what we have to do. It was everybody have to do, like, worry about and care about and be kind yeah it is it's so important i'm glad you said that like it's mm-hmm. so important mm-hmm. to um you know just treat each other better you know we yes definitely we, i mean in this tough world 
like this world is really tough and it's crazy and like it's a lot of crazy craziness going on around like and True. we need to help each other we sometimes cannot help like physically we sometimes cannot help financially or whatever but we can help mentally like you don't even need a lot of resources to help mentally you just need to be a good person and you just need to have open heart and open mind right yeah could you imagine if yeah. like everyone supported each other mentally a lot more i think that if if we did that we would definitely get a lot more done you know definitely yeah just that our community is going to be jumped up for another level if we're going to do that because we're going to get out from a lot of stress and like it will be less stressed people it will be a lot of people who kind of are satisfied by their life because sometimes it's not a lot to be satisfied by life. Just uh, hear hi, hear how are you, and hear support. True. We need to be more supportive in, in all sorts of ways, and, and I agree with that. Yeah. Man, yeah, I, I love I love where your head's at. Like, you really got your yeah, head on track, and, and you're going to make this a great year for sure. Yeah, I hope so. But I mean, it was a really long way to understand uh, these things for me. Yeah, because I mean, I felt that for a while, but I never can put it on words. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, you're awesome. I, I said this before and I'll say it again. Thank you. Uh, ya tibia la blue. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, like, nice. seriously, I, I, could, I, could, <laughs> I could tell, I could tell you were dope, like, a one and I was I was right on the money because not only are you dope on the outside but your heart shines so so bright yeah. you know so um yeah man I think we covered it uh thank you so much and yes, if you ever sure. need any help like any shape way shape or form I'll, I'll help you any way I can I think you're yes. an awesome person you know you can always text me and I'm always open to you too for sure for sure we'll stay in touch yes. you got it Sure. You got it. Thank you so much. Have a nice rest of your day, and thank you for calling me here. Yeah, for sure. You too. Thank you so much. Have a good thank day. Thank you. Bye-bye. You Bye. too.